coming home. It's coming home. Fantasy football hangover is coming home. That's right, baby. We're back. FPL is back. We're going to be chatting through game week 30 plus or whatever it's called and working out what the hell FPL is. Let's go. Right, well, welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover. We are, I have no idea what episode number this is. I barely even know what date it is. Or I know it's Friday. I definitely know it's Friday. And we are merely days away from the first games back after lockdown. Uh, game week 30, 30 plus, as it's known. Where's the plus come from? Does anyone well, know I guess there was a game week 30, but that didn't happen. So this is... Right. Yeah, I thought they'd just come back and it would be 39 or, you know, 39 to 40, whatever it would be. I'm just confused. Yeah. Us. I'm sure there was a Zoom call to discuss it. There was a Zoom call to discuss the whole thing. Uh, I should say uh, I'm Will and these voice, other voices you hear are Rich and Rob. Hello. Hello, I'm Rob. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're on the Zoom call ourselves, right? Um we aren't in a room socially distancing. We're not key workers yet. But um, how have you been, gents? Have you have you ignored football as I have and dipping back in lately, or have you been enjoying some retro football? Retro football for me, on the whole, yeah. A few Euro '96 matches. I watched a bit of the um, 1966 World Cup final last weekend. Oh, excellent! Spoiler alert: we won. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, met a lot, quite a bit of football manager. I've been playing a lot of football manager, which has um, really guided me through. Uh, so, kind of, yeah, fictional football or old football only. It's been nice going down the nostalgia tip. I've quite, I quite enjoyed uh, the match of the day. The top tens are a bit nauseating sometimes, but I quite, they've been quite good. I also, yeah. I, I had to itch, I had to itch the wounds, so I um. I signed up to BT Sport when the Bundesliga came back. Right. My fix that way. I even started playing fantasy Bundesliga, which yeah. is incredibly difficult. That's I, dedication. Yeah, I think I only recognise about 12 players in the whole league. Um, which, and it's, it, that was nice. I quite enjoyed those match of their day. Did you watch any of them? They, they were quite yeah. interesting. That was a good little flashback. But also, I don't know what you felt, but... Watching the retro games, even like the 90s games, early 2000s, made you really appreciate where the game is now, like the way it's played. So many long balls and 11 men behind the ball, wasn't there? And when you look back at those old games, if someone had a lead the last 10 minutes, it was like, get everyone behind the ball. Lump yeah. it down the middle. I mean, the quality of football is pretty appalling. Um, I, Euro 96, <laughs> some of the football was just awful. And it's like so aggressive as well. Yeah, what was the famous match in Euro '96? Was it uh, Holland and oh, there was one of uh, not with uh, the one game was Dustin, or maybe that was Euro 2000 actually, Holland and Italy perhaps. I'm thinking. I feel like Romania were particularly aggressive. There's just like yeah, a lot, a lot going on. But I, I, I can't remember which tournaments I've watched. To be honest, with you. I've watched bits and pieces <laughs> of all over the place. But well, this is this is going to go out on Saturday, isn't it? So, and I, I think they're they're rerunning BBC rerunning England. Holland, aren't they, from 96, which I remember was a great game. Is it 4-1, yeah, England? 4-1. Yeah. 
That was yeah. the day, I think that was the day I got my GCSE results. Oh, wow. Great day. Right. What day? And today was meant to be the first day we're recording this on the Friday, the first day of Euro 2020. Oh, it wasn't today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was meant to be at a match next Friday, I believe, uh, an England match. Ah, oh, that's sad. So, yeah, heartbreaking. But but look, football. I mean, how many days are there without football in the next few weeks? It's it's single figures, isn't it? Pretty yeah, much. Very few, very few. So so we should get on to, to the, the return of Premier League football uh, in a very weird format. But um, it's back, and I guess we should lead in some tips, shouldn't we? If we even have a clue. I'm going to play a game with you all later. Can you name any players in your current squads? <laughs> I look forward to that. Without looking. But um, let's uh, do our usual six and 60 tips. So first up, I have gone for Edison, um, probably the only player who's guaranteed to play 180 minutes for Manchester City in the double game week. Uh, he's six million, but he has two home games against Arsenal and Burnley. And secondly, I've gone for John McGinn, uh, fit again for Aston Villa, storming start to the season in the double game week, only 5.4. Go someone else. Rob, go. Go on. Yeah, I've got Kevin De Bruyne, 10.6 million. He's got double game week against Arsenal and Burnley, hoping he'll play both games. And Timmy's brother, Tammy, for Chelsea. He's back from injury. He's got um, Villa, City, West Ham and Watford next. Go on, Will. Right, I've gone not for a double game weeker, but Marcus Rashford. He was injured before lockdown, if you remember that. Missed the last seven matches. So his value has dropped something like 4.4 million. He's now 8.8 million, 10% ownership. Uh, so get him in. And then I've gone for Jack Grealish, double game week against Sheffield United and Chelsea. Only 6.4 million. Could be a very good option for the short term. I ran over, but we're in lockdown, so who cares? So, yeah, I was going to go Grealish with his hair and his big calves and a lot to prove, a lot to play for. Can he rectify the mistakes from the early lockdown mess that he got in? Yeah. Um, yeah. What did he do? He went driving or something. He went to a friend's. Did he go to a friend's house for a party and stayed over? And no one would have found out except he crashed his Range Rover after or something. They reckon he was driving back after not going to bed and having a couple of shandies, don't they? Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, when he parked in the car, he pranged it, didn't he? But, um, naughty Jack. Naughty, so, yeah. naughty Jack. Yeah, I looked at uh, McGinn as well. Um, I mean, I, I looked at loads of players and maybe we should talk about <laughs> about players because... Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I as I mentioned when we started talking about recording the podcast again, I've been ignorant to anything going on other than the last 24 hours. So remind me, who are the teams that have got double game week, first game week back? So um, we've got Villa, City, Arsenal and Sheffield United have double game weeks. Oh, how... Hey, I've, I've already got a few of them. You're going to overload on all the double game weeks, or you're going to balance it. A bit of a balance, I think, because um, otherwise, otherwise you're stuck with the players, aren't you? And I don't really want a team full of Villa players or Arsenal. Uh, maybe yeah. United, you could probably live with three. Although actually, Henderson, 
he's playing United soon, isn't he? So he's ineligible because he's on. Oh, yeah. yeah, they've they've extended his loan though, so he's allowed to see out the season. Right. Because uh, obviously it would have finished, you know, next week or something. But they've extended that. Um, I saw. But yeah, Sheffield United, obviously their back line looking good. Um, I, I Norwood's uh, never missed a game. He hasn't missed a game this season. Just um, like as well, hasn't he? Yeah. And that their, their defence is the second best defence in the league. Um, so It's quite rare that all four of those teams have got something to play for as well, haven't they? Because Sheffield United want to try and get in Europe. Arsenal and City obviously want to get Champions League spots and then Villa are trying to get out of relegation. So, they're not a bad shout for the next few game weeks, I suppose. Well, C- City won't get a Champions League slot because they are uh, banned. But obviously, they want to finish second. Stop yeah. window then. The players want to go to a better club. Yeah. yeah. I'm tempted to load up with double game week because I've still got my wild cards. So I thought, oh, maybe this, this, this is probably the only double game week remaining in the season. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll load up and play a bench boost because it's a rare chance for a double chip or well, mm-hmm. a chance of the chip and then just get them all out. Because you don't want to be saddled with Arsenal players, um, even me. So, <laughs> I'll remain I'll, woefully unreliable. Well, I guess you'll I guess you'll see who, who managers are starting with and who they're playing, won't you? So... But the five subs, we should talk about five subs, of course, as well. Every team can make five substitutions now. So managers like Pep who are prone to rotation and teams uh-huh. who are in the FA Cup. And, and I don't know, do we know if the Champions League is going ahead again? Yeah, it is. It is. So if they're in multiple competitions, there's going to be quite a lot of, particularly, I think, attacking players, you know, maybe not even doing 60 minutes. I didn't know that about five subs. What's the logic behind that? Just because players will be less fit because they haven't been playing matches, so um, to prevent uh, injuries and obviously just for for COVID safety as well, they just overlaid five subs. I think they've done it in the Bundesliga, haven't they? Yeah, and actually the Bundesliga, um, the first there's a raft of injuries first few weeks. Everyone's been you know on individual regimes and not playing competitively, and then suddenly it's bang ninety minutes every three days. Yeah, and that atmosphere is quite easy to pick up muscle sprains. That's what I loved about the retro football when it used to be two subs. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. <in> the 90s. <laughs> Just two players. It was brilliant. I, I forget which game. I think it was Liverpool. Yeah, it was Liverpool Palace in the FA Cup semi-final. And Ian Rush went off injured, obviously their star striker. And on came Steve Staunton in his place. Left back. <laughs> 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 That's all, all they had on the bench. It's mad. I forgot about that. Mm. Two subs. I know. Good old days. Um, and do you, you guys know, so TV-wise, it's across all four, right? Um, Sky, BT, Amazon and BBC. And Sky are doing it free to view. One thing I'm really intrigued by, and I really hope someone takes a punt on this, I don't know if you've read anything about it, but I, I would take this job. There should be someone for the TV coverage with 10 crowd sound effects noises to, to activate them as there's a moment in the game. So a shot flies over bar you get ooh and you know someone gets in a scrap you get everyone shouting and cheering obviously when they score that's what I want from the TV coverage in Spain in Spain they are going to be putting in crowd noises and they might be doing it in the UK they've not decided yet but BT are talking about doing it so it might happen they're working with uh, working with EA Sports uh, yeah you have the simulated noises in the FIFA games 
Brilliant. Yeah. In fact, I, I, um, you guys probably don't read Ask Blog, a um, you know Arsenal's preeminent blog. Um, but he was watching the Spanish football, which started the other night, maybe last night actually, and they've introduced this crowd noise, sort of generic crowd noise, but also some virtual fan stuff as well. So, oh, really? Yeah. So he said it was basically like living uh, Pro Evolution Soccer two from yeah. two thousand and two or whatever it was. Like sort of generic slightly misaligned sound and then this weird crowd stuff that would be there and then at certain points would dip out as shot and stuff so are they you know if they're doing any i don't know if you guys have seen this but in they did it in australia i think with the aussie rules football or something um with the crowd um you know like cardboard cutout and i think some of the european leagues have had screens of fans actually watching at home um, yeah, they, they did it in Denmark, I think. Was it De- yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Scandinavian countries. I, I can't, yeah. A couple of the a couple of the Bundesliga teams have had cardboard cutouts, and um, I don't know if you saw in in Seoul in okay. Korea, they yeah. uh, they they brought in a load of sex dolls uh, and put them in position as fans. Yeah, they were meant to order mannequins, weren't they? And they came through as sex dolls, and they got a bit in a, in a bit of trouble for that. Yeah, I know West Ham have asked season ticket holders to send photos of themselves and they're going to put those in the uh, crowd. So I'm sure clubs are doing that. That's um, nice. Yeah. yeah, but you can imagine football fans are going to send in like all sorts, aren't they? It's, it, it, there'll be some funny things, I'm sure. I'm really looking forward to it. Particularly West Ham fans, that'll be quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, your mate who's like, a, yeah, like Rich will send you to, to White, not White Hart Lane, but to Tottenham's ground. We'll send a photo of you to front row seats there. Oh, yeah, just behind yeah. Hope Day. <laughs> so, yeah, can, can, can he, any of you name any of your players in your team? That's my question. Yeah, um, I, I was completely deluded about who I had. I, without looking, I thought I had Bruno Fernandes um, and Rashford, who I don't have. The, the only ones I can really remember because of the double game, I was pleasantly surprised, are... Like Grealish, De Bruyne, and um, I think I've got the Sheffield United keeper. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, are definitely got Henderson in goal, and Aubameyang and KDB, and I think I've got Saar from Watford, which and Harvey Barnes, which felt like strokes of genius pre-COVID, but now feel te- uh, iffy, iffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like basically, uh, it's like starting the season again isn't it like you, there's no form to go on there's no real insight to um, how they've been performing in training you just got to take a punt totally I um, I played my wild card the week before so for game week 29 I played it because there was a double game week for a few clubs I think Arsenal had a double game week mm. they didn't end up playing the double game yeah. week um, it was supposed to be the City game was the second one yeah so I bought I, I made a load of changes and looking at my side now I'm just like man this is terrible <laughs> I know so I, I've got the a lot of work to do the unlimited transfers are really welcome actually I see I'm just have a quick look who else I've got I've still got I've got Rico from Bournemouth I've got Stevens at the back from Southampton uh, i still got Danny Ings um, yeah I think there's probably only Trent Salah, Bamiang, Jimenez, and Henderson that I would keep from high squad. And in case we haven't made it clear for anyone that doesn't know, you've basically got a free wild card without using the wild card, right? Ahead of game week thirty, which is what Wednesday night is it? Wednesday half five yeah. or something? Yeah, the, 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 there's an early kickoff for Wednesday at six pm, which is 
Aston Villa versus Sheffield United. So the deadline, um, the deadline is when is it? It's five something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it'd be five fifteen, I guess normally. Just, I should just say I, I'm drinking a, a double gentle bastard. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so I got a, a, quite early on in lockdown. I got a beer fifty two, like one of their offers where it was free packaging, uh, uh, a free box of eight, and you just had to pay for post and packaging. And then um, another podcast I work on, Pop Detectives with Ricky and Tony, is being sponsored by Beer Fifty Two. So uh, I got another box sent free for that, um, and and this dub this this double gentle bastard as part of that it's a, a lethal eight percent. Oh, I <laughs> mean double gentle. So that, wish me luck. Yeah, um, my sister was saying she's really into beer fifty two, so it's good. Was it twenty four quid a month or something? Yeah, twenty four quid a month. Is it Beer 52 that send you the magazine and the little snack as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're great. Definitely one of those. I'm in a bad situation with beer. I've got hundreds of beers because it was my birthday last weekend, weekend before. Oh, yeah. People got me beer. And uh, um, I've now just got this this mountain of beer. And then I did another homebrew a couple of weeks ago as well that generated 25 bottles. So there's like, I think there's nearly 100 beers in this house. Wow. Yeah. Which on a you know not working and being here all the time is it's a it's a battle to stay out of them. Yeah, yeah. I've I've massively uh, we've like properly gone for it in terms of having really decent spirits and we've made loads of cocktails and stuff like that. That's been a big a big thing for us is all the cocktails. Yeah, you got to do something different, haven't you? Yeah, that's a nice way to do it. So we've got a, uh, because of lockdown, we've got a slightly new feature that Rob has created a beautiful jingle for, uh, lockdown lessons. So who wants to give us their lockdown lesson? So you might be wondering the conundrum of how many metal magazine holders you can fit in a large storage box. And I know this through extensive research and activity today, you can fit 16. And the trick is go two at a time and then have them all at right angles to each other, turning (laughs) 90 degrees clockwise, and then take that's for the first eight and then take the second eight, put them upside down on top of the others fills the box, decent weight, get it up the stairs, onto the van, packs nicely, you can stack on it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's brilliant. Lockdown. Um, ha- ha- have you played any good lockdown games? I, obviously, people have been doing quizzes. Um, have you Have you done any really good ones? Uh, anything particularly that stood out to you? Uh, we, had, we had a quiz, a family quiz, just with my family, where there was a um, blockbuster round in it which was excellent. So you had the, the classic 
80s, 90s blockbuster grid and then you had to make your way across the gold run um, choosing by initials and they were the initials of the answer. That was a very enjoyable round of quizzes because quizzes, it's hard to stay motivated for mm. and X months in. How about you guys? I enjoyed a, a, a quiz round that was a picture round with aerial photos of famous landmarks from around the world. Oh, that nice. just, for some reason, felt really kind of satisfying and challenging. And yeah, that, that was good. And um, my favourite quiz question and answer, what's the difference between a hotel and a motel? Anyone? No, what is the it's difference? First letter. Uh, a motel has to have a parking space for every room. Oh, not, yes. Oh, is it mo like motel as in the mo motor? Is hotel, it? yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, never knew that. That's, that's the rule. That's so interesting. Oh, there we yeah. go. Uh, you know what? We should say, actually, the best quiz that probably all three of us have done during lockdown was Neil Perini's <laughs> uh, football quiz. Oh, it was but, so hard. That, that flag round, uh, the nationalities round. That's the <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it was so hard, but it was excellent. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> when was that? April. Yeah. yeah. Early May. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a little while ago. There was some good feedback from the listeners about it, though. I think they, yeah, 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 no, it was enjoyed. As is wisdom. Um, yeah, we were. T I, uh, quite a few people said we should do more of them, but um, uh, my brain couldn't handle it. <laughs> but I think, I think there is, we might have a quiz on the card before the season's out because our old friend Scotty Carson got in touch and he, he was enjoying hosting a few quizzes and he said he'd host one for us. So. Oh, that'd be great. That would yeah. be excellent. We'll have to sum them up. In lockdown. I, you I've, got, in work, Rob. I've got quite a lot of work on, so I'm not sure I'm busy when, when we record. Uh, sorry, I think I'll be busy when we record that. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely up for hosting a quiz soon. Well, yeah, yeah. Will and I could do it. That, that could yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to do it, yeah. Thanks, Bob. Um, did you guys, I, I, speaking of footballers in lockdown, um, mm. I did a little bit of digging and looking back at some of the heroes and villains of lockdown. I don't know if you guys followed any of this. I know you haven't been particularly into the football, Rob, but there was one um, overwhelming hero of lockdown, which was your friend, uh, Rakesh <laughs> Nashford, who we love, uh, who Will's obviously picking in his team. But did you know that during lockdown, he has raised over twenty million pounds uh, for the charity Fair Share to provide three million meals a week for the most vulnerable people across the UK. That's amazing. Yeah, so he's been doing this campaign for them, which has been kind of motivating. I think it was initially motivating the local Manchester community, but broadened out to the rest of Great Britain. Um, and he was awarded uh, a special recognition award by the High Sheriff of Manchester. I didn't even know Manchester had a High Sheriff. He's got a mayor. <laughs> Did he got get other footballers to donate and stuff? Because that's a lot of money. Uh, no, it was it was just uh, it was a crowd led thing. So he was the face of it basically. So he used his social media platforms and he was out and about, so just spreading the word. He's also been a teacher delivering PE lessons on the BBC, which is pretty exciting. And he's got himself fit, which is uh, brilliant. And as Will pointed out, um, he's point four million cheaper than he was. So get him in your teams. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see um, Harry Kane now sponsors Leighton Orient? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that, are they actually going to have Harry Kane across? Their... No, he, he's paid for a charity to be represented um, on the Orient kit. So I think it's Haven, I think it's Haven House. Um, 
so yeah he's basically funded uh what it would normally cost to sponsor Leighton Orient which is probably not loads um it's uh so he's paid for it because it was the first club that gave him his first league start basically oh was it okay uh, yeah. was he on loan there then yeah he went on loan there um didn't realize that did you and speaking of um harry's what was it hair shaving beard equipment um tenuous link to hair what about the footballer's hair during lockdown have you had any particular yeah so apparently ashley young is bald by choice rather than uh oh, great little actually bald really nice little delicate sort of slightly i don't know lenny kravitz in the early 90s sort of look it's, yeah uh, he, looks, he looks much better with hair yeah I, it, it's amazing. Did you see Kante as well with hair? That's mm-hmm. that was exciting. That was fantastic. Did you see um, Bobby Firmino? <laughs> yeah. that, that is that is the special. Best. Yeah, he looks pretty amazing. And Mane as well. Did you get Mane's hair? I haven't seen Mane's. I mean, Mane's hair is funny anyway because his hairline is so far back. Yeah, but in lockdown, it's even better. Yeah, and and I tell you what, I saw today. On Sky Sports News, um, Bournemouth have done a video, kind of an anti-racism video, where everyone says a little line, you know, all the players and stuff. And um, Eddie Howe's on it, and Eddie Howe's hair—it was amazing. It was like it was like it was like One Direction when they won X Factor. It's that kind of like long swept fringe. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. That really tickled me. I, was, I had to sort of double take. Talking of Eddie Howe, and uh, during my lockdown, I've been very much playing, yeah, as I said, playing football manager. I was, uh, I'm probably like eight seasons in or something on a game. And about three or four seasons in, I was, I was managing Southampton and I, I had a fixture away at Bournemouth. And I noticed that their stadium was now called the Eddie Howe Stadium. <laughs> 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 which is amazing just like the football manager would be that um bold as to predict that eddie howe is that much of a legend at bournemouth which he is but to, to name the stadium after him whilst he's still alive and yeah. managing in other clubs yeah i think he was like managing i think he was managing like everton or something wow he's a hero eddie howe bournemouth mm. is one um team i'm probably not considering getting any FP, fpl players in from even no no they've been unreliable this season haven't they they have unless brooks is back oh he is back i actually do you know what, that's really he is fit again Football captain brooksy right, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna eat that slice of humble pie right uh, now <laughs> you know we've got to get brooksy back i've, I've missed him so much and it's, it's it is lovely that all these players are back after being injured for so long it's, yeah, it's like the, the silver lining of the cloud, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Lalana's going to play out his last few matches at Liverpool, isn't he? Which is nice because... Uh, yeah. His contract's up, isn't it? His contract's up and he was he was injured. So I think he was yeah. injured, wasn't he? Yeah. For my captain this week. Yeah. 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 I choose? Yeah. For my captain this week. have just left the room uh, their rooms I should say and they've just gone to go and capture some children 
their own children so that we can do our regular feature of toddler captain tips which for new listeners this is where we accost a toddler and ask them to pick our captain for that week um i have absolutely no idea where we're at in terms of the score but normally uh the toddlers do a lot better than the adults so effectively we're basically saying that the captaincy choice is meaningless so rob has just re-entered he has a he has a child and rich is just Uh, re-entering i'm here but i'm not alone and he has a child as well so we've got two two children ready for a, li- a live edition of TCT. Not the plan, Charles. Uh, come on, Henry, show your face. Here's Henry. Hey! Uh, hi, Henry. Hi, Freddie, uh, we were trying to get up, but he's being a little bit obstinate, so we're hoping he'll make an appearance. How Fine. old are you, Henry? Oh, uh, good. How old are you, H? Uh, ten. Um, don't ask me, you know. Ten. Yeah. Ten. 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 Ten, that's so old. Yeah, how old are you, Evers? Seven. Seven! Crikey, when we saw you at last year, you must have been two? Two and a half, I think, yeah. Wow. wow. So we've got so we've got Everly, seven, and Henry, ten. So what are we doing? We're choosing our captain. Yeah. So we're, we're choosing between uh, Aubameyang... And who was the other choice? Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. So, back right, Evans, this is your choice. Right, we're showing some good things. Who's this cool dude here? He looks weird. Why does he look weird? And then Kevin De Bruyne is this man here. So, you should know, they're actually playing each other in the first game. Yeah, and then the second game, Man City are... Kevin De Bruyne is at home to Burnley and Arsenal. Which one do you think? Which one do you think looks like bad, better at football? Okay, we've got a decision from Everly, age seven. So she has gone. She's eating crisps as well. Yeah. What type of crisps are you eating? They are salt and vinegar chip sticks. And no offence. Um, and the you have chosen Kevin De Bruyne. And what was your reason for choosing him? Because there's a little picture where it looks like he just scored a goal. You get that? Okay. There you go. Maybe it's a premonition, Everly. Maybe he's definitely going to score a goal. Uh, hopefully not on Wednesday, preferably the game after that. Who do you think, Henry, if you've got a uh, decision? This person. That is Pierre-Omerick Aubameyang. He's gone for the other one, Everly. Oh. Why do you think him? Because in the pitch, he looks very shouty. Yeah, the picture, <laughs> he looks quite smiley though. In the picture Henry's looking at, he is uh, pointing with his jaw wide open. Um, <laughs> he might have even just scored a goal in that picture. Maybe. There you go. Uh, I think it might be that one. Yeah, I think we got the same photo. Okay, so um, there you go. Kids have. Conclu- yeah, conclusive okay. proof of who to pick for your captain. One of those two people. So the only, there's only one way to decide this between the, our, our not toddlers, between our kids here, and that's rock, paper, scissors. So it's Henry versus Everly on three. Okay, one, two, three, go. Oh, both scissors, both scissors there. Okay. No, we can't. Hang on. Oh, you can't see each other. All right, that's no good.
One, two, three, go. Oh, oh that's a win for Everly. Yeah. Ready for round two? Should we go straight into it? You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Paper, paper. Oh, so tense. Everly wins. Congratulations, Everly. And so that means that the... The captain tip is Kevin De Bruyne. It's a good tip. Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, I might actually follow that. Yeah, I will follow that. He says about me, Ang's still better. Yeah, fair. Fair. Bye. 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 Well, lads, good to see you. Um, I'm very excited about the return of football. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we're all a bit in the air is what's going to happen and who's even going to be playing. Are kids going to be playing in the Bundesliga? Uh, the away goals have been more than home goals. There's oh, really? been a lot of set piece goals. They played a lot of young kids have been playing and yeah. playing well because there's less pressure on them. So the lessons could be learned from the Bundesliga, but then again, maybe they will. Yeah. It, feel, it feels a little bit like it's been turned on its head, doesn't it? That there's going to be a couple of, like you say, youngsters that no one's heard of that start you know, that fly and there'll be a few injuries that will ruin a few teams, I think. But it's um I think it's all about match of the day for me. I think watching I will try and watch some live games, but I think it's gonna be very odd. It's gonna be like training games, isn't it? Yeah. I think what'll be quite interesting is there's um you know, there's always like the stories about um those players who are the greatest ever players in training and then they yeah. get real real match scenario. Because I think Without the crowd there, that pressure's off, which might might be quite interesting for. I don't, I can't think of an example, but some of those players who kind of corpse, you know, everyone says they're the greatest player they ever played with until it comes to kickoff. Mm. So that could be quite interesting. Yeah, I, I've got a weird. I, I hope that uh, we get to see Phil Foden a bit more. That's what I'm hoping yeah, he gets some games. That's a really good shout. Yeah, there will be a few a few uh, yeah surprises, but. Um, no, I'm glad it's back. I think once it gets back and you get all the kind of hysteria around it and it'll be fun again, won't it? Just Yeah. Yeah, it's just great to have it back. No, it's going to be yes. good. So, look, we'll, we'll catch up soon. We've actually got a special guest coming on uh, on a next episode, which we'll reveal uh, when it happens because it's going to be recorded in the next couple of days. But cool. um, uh, Or can we reveal it now? We can reveal it now, can't we? We can reveal it now, yeah. Yeah, so on the next episode, which is going to drop in a few days' time, it's uh, Joe from the Amazons is going to be joining Rich and I. We're going to have a lovely Zoom chat with him. Uh, he is currently, I can tell you, he's, he's in our uh, fantasy football uh, All-Stars League, our oh, yeah, uh, fantasy football hangover at All-Stars League. just in the relegation zone, I think. Yeah, he's, he's having a uh, not a great season, but his team, Show Me the Money, are on 1,354 points, whatever the hell that means nowadays. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's got some work to do, but... Yeah. You, you, can use, you can use this when you talk to him. Uh, I've heard a rumour he's in his prime. <laughs> uh, lovely. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, we'll know that down, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Keep using it. Keep using it, because probably never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, totally. So yeah, and uh, Joe Joe has a brilliant podcast called Vine and Winel, which can be listened to now. Uh, oh. We'll talk to him about that and uh, lots of other stuff.
Woody's obviously celebrating because Plymouth got promoted, right? Yes, Woody, Woody from Bastille, uh, former guest of the show, twice guest of the show. His team, Plymouth, got promoted via the pay, whatever it was, points per game method, uh, which is very controversial. But um, yeah. I saw Wickham got very screwed over by that. They were meant to be getting automatic promotion and then Peterborough got promoted instead of them. Who'd be a chair boy, eh? Yeah, very tricky. Um, so, yeah, we will uh, drop the, that Joe episode in the next few days. So we're going to have a bit of a double episode and then hopefully oh. we'll be back to normal at some point in the next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, lovely right. to see you. Yeah, and, enjoy uh, your weekend. Yeah, enjoy your weekend and uh, good luck next week. Yeah, you too, mate. Good to okay. see you. All right. Bye. See ya, bye.